Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Good morning, I'm Alisa Z. Thank you for spending your morning here with us on the Sunday edition. There's a lot we don't know about our water, even living right here in the Great Lakes state. Mahesh Lunani, founder of Aquasite, has a lot of the answers to questions we didn't even know we had. Good morning, Mahesh. Thank you for being here. And tell us... What is Aquasite? Yeah, I started this company about four years ago. And the real premise for starting this company is to look at how we can solve problems, water problems, and the challenges throughout the country by using data. Okay. There's a tremendous amount of data that's available within cities and across cities that we tap into to provide intelligence using artificial intelligence to provide solutions. Mahesh, you have told me that better technologies can be applied to our water systems to make things better. Can you give me an example, please? One of the important things that we wrestle, not just in Michigan, but across the country, is to know where potentially water quality problems can occur within our pipes. Mm -hmm. So by taking data, whether it's information around pumping operations, information around sampling that occurs at different parts of the pipe, external temperature conditions, usage conditions, one can determine what parts of the city are susceptible so that utilities or cities can take proactive actions to avoid these kind of issues Of course, Flint is top of mind for everybody when we think about water problems. With your technology, do you think we could have avoided the problem in Flint had they taken advantage of it? We have to kind of look forward Mm -hmm. as to how to avoid another Flint. And part of our mission and goal is to provide the kinds of tool sets in the hands of cities and governments so that they can be ahead of the curve Mm -hmm. and behind the eight ball. How are we doing, Mahesh, at being proactive to make sure things like this don't happen in the first place? Things get complex as more and more chemicals get used in our industries and manufacturing or in the ag market, and they find their way into the waterways that we have to have better mechanisms of, of detecting. The field is opening for some great job opportunities, right? There is aging, two types of aging occurring in our in our water systems. One, the aging of the infrastructure, and second is what we call silver tsunami. 60% of workforce is going to retire in the next four to five years in this sector. Mahesh, how do we get people together to work on cleaning up our systems? Because things are kind of scattered willy-nilly around the country. We have uh, 50,000 water utilities in this country. 50,000 water utilities. So this is a tremendous number, and even the biggest and biggest ones are highly localized. Mm -hmm. They don't have huge tentacles, so they're usually oriented around a city or a township or a small village. The thing is, if you pool those resources, then you have a world-class 
you know, water, wastewater treatment operations and distribution system. Just imagine the the kumbaya moments we could have if we had this kind of collaboration. How are we doing in inching toward this kind of progress? I launched, along with six largest utility CEOs, a vision for the U.S. public sector, water sector, called Regional Water Architect. And the basic premise is that the amount of synergies that can be achieved by utilities within a region working together, mm-hmm. okay, is close to $11 billion of opportunities every year. On top of it, during the time when we did this panel, um, when we launched this vision, um, we did a live polling. Okay. And it, uh, the attendees, 88% of them said that they, would imp- they want to increase regional collaboration in the next five to 10 years. This really is remarkable. Just by implementing some of these practices, we can not only have the United States lead the way with the cleanest water systems in the world, but also have the best monitoring systems to keep more problems from happening and then sharing what we know with third world countries to help improve their overall health and longevity. Mahesh, we've also talked about how many water violations there are and how many water main breaks in a year. We're in the tens of thousands of issues every year that could potentially be avoided. I know we can't predict every single problem, but let's just say we're looking at 240,000 water main breaks, for example. If we even cut those in half, and we can probably do better than that, but if we cut them in half, imagine the savings overall, right? So if you have a main break, there are several issues. First, you lose water, okay? And second is that, that lost water goes back into the sewage system so you, can tr- you, tr- you spend the money in treating it. Right. Third, you disturb the local economic environment, right? And fourth, you need heavy workforce to go fix it. So for sure, uh, main breaks, uh, there's about a quarter of a million a year, uh, and largely it's driven by the depleted infrastructure that we have in place. So right. I think over time, we have to be smart about which ones we want to replace, Mm -hmm. pipes in advance, which are the ones that create the maximum risk. And so to overcome that, some of the things we did is we created an asset management plan that would identify on the fly which assets are at risk. And with a click of a button, determine the capital budget for each city that they can say, all right, I need to replace these at most at risk next year, and these are a little less at risk, so we can replace it a few years from now. All the while continuing to monitor the ones that are at a a lesser degree of risk, but at least knowing where the risk factors are. That's got to be worth its weight in gold. Well, not only, absolutely right, Elisa, and and we created this platform for the whole country. So every utility is a member of the platform, Mm -hmm. and they get the best practice template as more members get in, right? the more capabilities and features they have uh, because most of these utilities don't compete against each other. So by leveraging that scale, uh, everyone benefits from it. So when you take this out and you talk to people across the country, are there objections? It just seems like a good deal for everybody. How do people respond? So we started this four years ago. Right. When we started this, there wasn't a lot of discussion around the use of artificial intelligence, and real-time intelligence. You fast forward now, it is amazing. It is one of the three top three topics in this sector. 
What you're doing, Mahesh, has to feel so good. What I really find the pleasure um, in when we do this, it's not, it's the, it's how it makes an impact, yes. how it makes a difference, whether it's savings, giving them early warning, uh, showing stuff that they always wanted but never could have it right. at the click of a finger, click of a button, you know, whether it's water loss, whether it's detecting water quality issues, understanding where the pressure fluctuations are happening, mm -hmm. understanding who are the highest consumers and how the consumers are changing. For us, the joy and motivation, uh, motivation is to see the joy in the hands of the users. This whole process of Aquasite really maximizes the integration of technology. For the use of technology in government, especially artificial intelligence, it is, it is absolutely a groundbreaking opportunity, and it does not take jobs. In our case, it actually supplements to make people more productive. And that, I mean, that right there is a big win. When we're looking at making the government systems more efficient, and you really hit a big nail on the head when you said this does not take jobs, because when people think AI, they think robotics, they think technological advances, oh no, people are being put out of work. No, we're looking at a sector where 60% of the people are leaving the workforce in the next five to six years. We need people to come in in those roles and learn the new systems and perhaps expand the, the job capabilities. It's all good, Mahesh. It's all good. I thank you so much for coming in this morning and talking to us. Thank you. I will think of you every time I take a drink of water now. Thank you so much, Mahesh Lunani, Aquasite, real-time intelligence. Thank you very much. Thank you, Alisa. And thank you for spending your morning here with us. Once again, I'm Alisa Z. You're listening to the Sunday edition.